What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast, the podcast committed to helping you level up as a dad and become the husband, father, and man you are called to be. I'm your host, Drew Camp here, founder of the Epic Dad Company, and thank you for being here. I don't have a lot of fluff heading into this episode. I want to just jump right into the content because I really believe that this interview is something that is going to help impact so many of you dads out there. The one thing that I will say before we hop in is that if you are liking these episodes, if you're getting value in any way, all that I ask is that you share the show and leave us a rating and review. The absolute best way that we can continue to spread our message and help create even more epic dads is with your help. And the best thing that you can do to help this mission is to let other dads know about it. You never know what someone else is going through, and the simple act of you sharing this show could be exactly what another dad that is going through a rough time that he needs to take the action that they've been putting off to start prioritizing their health, fitness, and mindset, and start showing up for his family and creating generational impact. All by the simple act of you taking five seconds to review this show and tell someone else about it. So help us on our mission. It's more important now than ever for us as dads to start stepping up to the plate, to start leading our families from the front, and to start living the example of the change that we want to see in the world. Okay, guys, buckle up for today's episode. Today, we've got on Travis Stetzel from The Forged Father. Travis is a husband, father of four, soon to be five, and coach who specializes in helping high-achieving ex-athlete dads destroy their dad bod and gain the edge back in their lives. But more importantly, Travis helps dads connect deeply with their mission, vision, and purpose, or their MVP, connecting them with their why, so that when life gets tough, as it inevitably does, dads can tap into that purpose and keep going. Travis's coaching group, The Forge Father, has helped hundreds of dads get back into shape and start showing up the way they were meant to. Travis is a CrossFit athlete, placing seventh overall in the world in the 2018 CrossFit Games as a master's athlete, and he still competes today. Travis is living his life as a clear example of what is possible as a busy dad. I mean, Travis has four kids with another one on the way, and he still manages to kick ass in every area of his life. So if you are a dad that feels like he's just lost that edge, uh, if you're someone that used to have that competitive drive but now feel like it's lost, or if you're a dad that feels like he just doesn't have a clear mission in life, doesn't have a clear purpose or vision, then you're definitely going to want to tune in because this episode is for you. All right, guys, let's hop into this episode with Travis Stetzel from The Forged Father. Are you ready to become the dad you are meant to be? Good, because this is the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast, where imperfect actions are better than perfect ideas, promises kept are more important than promises made, and nothing happens unless you make it happen. My name is Drew, father of three and founder of the Epic Dad Company. My mission is to help dads up their game and become the husbands, fathers, and men they're called to be. Thanks for listening. Now let's start the episode. Travis, the Forge Father, what's going on, my man? Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, Drew. Good to be here, man. Pumped, pumped to have this conversation and uh, just talk about dad life, brother. Yeah, dude, girl dad life too, right? You got four girls, don't you? So we've got four girls, eight, six, four, and two. And we just found out uh, last week we're having a boy. So, oh, no shit, man. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> prayers were answered yeah. my wife and I you know we we decided to just give it one more shot man and yeah uh, she actually surprised me last week so I was telling you we we just went to Disney World yeah so we took the girls out there we've done it the past three years and uh getting ready for the trip uh we left last Friday so we left a week ago and uh that Thursday afternoon there's this big box and uh my wife was like, Hey, go distract the girls for a second. Like let's, cause we hadn't told them that she was pregnant yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I just figured, you know, okay, it's a box and it's just gonna, you know, let the girls know that we're having a baby. Cause it had a baby on the outside of the box is like this huge yeah. box. And this was actually really, really creative by my wife. I give her props for this, but, uh, we got genetic testing done and everything. And the only news that she told me was everything was good. Yeah, That's all healthy. I cared about. Yeah, She's like, oh, everything's healthy. Everything checks out. We're good. We still don't know what the gender is. That's what she told me, right? So 
but either way i'm distracting the girls and they come in and so they start unwrapping this box and it ended up being like four boxes and okay. the fourth box that she like handed it to me and so like part of me was just like all right opened it up there's a blue balloon in there i kind of broke down in tears <laughs> and it was just a great moment and our daughters were like super pumped oh, our two sure. oldest for sure yeah because they've always wanted a baby brother mm-hmm. and uh so i think our oldest daughter was like the most excited out of, out of everybody like she was jumping up and down so it was a pretty cool experience but yeah man we're having a boy my wife's due yeah, sometime in September. So Dude, pretty excited. Congrats, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Coming from a fellow girl dad, um, you know, there's something about having a boy, I think as a man, you know, not like, you know, the, obviously like I love my daughters and, and um, would be perfectly fine if I didn't have a son. Right. But it's just, yeah, yeah. you know, something about it. Right. You're like, holy crap, I got a boy. Awesome. I don't know. I think just every, every yeah. man has that deep down side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. In a way, my wife and I were talking about this. It almost feels like we're going to be starting over with this one because we we got the girl thing down. Yeah. We kind of know what to expect. Uh we already got all the clothes and all the girl things and yeah. so now we're we're going to have to buy clothes and you know redo the room like he's he's not going to want to you know have a pink pink baby room for him, right? So we we got plenty of work to do, but it's it's going to be fun work and I'm excited, man. Yeah, dude. Congrats, man. I, what I've noticed about uh, our son, he just turned one last week. Um, that's different from the girls. It's just, I mean, he's, he's just wild. I mean, like no fear at all, you know, which mm-hmm. is, which is super, super fun to kind of watch. To, like I, it reminds me of me a lot when I was little, you know, I like, see myself yeah, yeah. so much, um, yeah. but uh, it, it's a blast, man. Um, you're going to love it. So congrats. Yeah. Looking forward to it, man. Y'all, y'all's house big enough for, uh, for five. Yeah, it's it's putting some pressure on me to get that basement done finally. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Well, dude. Well, um, well, Chaz, man, I wanted you to, wanted to have you on. We connected just on social media. I don't know a, a little while back. Um, you know, obviously, kind of in the same lane of fatherhood. Um, you know, sharing a lot of the same type of ideas and principles and things. Um, and just connected, man. And, and wanted to have you on. Um, one, just I think you you bring a ton of value to the market. In, in physical fitness, um, right? But I think when you start to peel back the layers a little bit and learn more about you, um, fitness is really just like scratching the surface, right? And yeah. like, they're, they're, you know, there's so much more that, that you bring to dads to, to help them on their journey. Um, but before we, we dive into any of that, man, I want to hear your story. Um, you know, what, what led you down this, this path, um, you know, to where you are now? And, and I don't think you know, maybe you have been right, but I don't think you've, you've always been this, you know, super Jack dad that has all the stuff together. At least it seems like from the outside and, and is helping other dads, you know, on their journey. So, so walk me through, you know, before you had kids and, and when you did what that transitions look like for you. Yeah, for sure. So I've always been an athlete. So that's really what has drove my, uh, you know, connection with fitness and just being involved in fitness pretty much my whole life. In fact, it was my dad that got me involved in physical fitness. So he got me to do push-ups, you know, pull-ups. I was doing hundreds of push-ups, like a hundred push-ups a night before I'd get into bed. I was religious with that. Uh, when how I was old were you, how did you do that? Man, I started doing that in like fourth grade, <laughs> right? Uh, when I first got into wrestling, cause my dad was big into wrestling. He wrestled in college okay. or at least he, he, he uh long story short with him like he he made it onto a college team and then he he had had to drop out of college to go back to help my grandpa and that was just the type of man that he was my dad he was just like so um you know selfless like he would drop anything for family at any point in time but no man he got me into that early and just really gave me that sense of you know hard work like if i want to get something done if i want i got to earn it man it's up to me and you can do that through, you know, effort, focused effort, physical fitness, you know, never, never be not ready. Right. So that's uh, obviously led me down, you know, playing college sports. I, I played baseball. I played football, ended up sticking with football, played a little bit of professional football, you know, went around trying out for teams and doing combines and trying to get into the NFL. Never quite made it. But in the process of doing that, like developing, 
developing myself as an athlete, like I bought every single book, course, hired mentors, hired coaches to, you know, get faster, stronger, more explosive. And so I was getting all this knowledge. And when that dream just, it wasn't going to happen, I, I hopped on the other side of the fence and that's when I became a strength coach. Okay. So I did, I owned a gym for 13 years. I actually just uh, stopped running that gym just recently here at the end of last year to go all in with uh, the Forge Father online, my online coaching business. But um, so in running the gym, before I was married, you know, before I had met my wife or anything like that, when I was done with football, I kind of lost that purpose, you mm -hmm. know, to compete and yeah. push. And so for me, that, that was really the only time in my life that I, I lost my edge. So I got into partying. I was eating like shit all the time. I was drinking all the time, smoking, hanging out with the wrong people. And I remember for me, there was a day where I woke up and I saw myself in the mirror and I was just like soft, pudgy. I felt like shit. And I did not like that feeling that day. I said, I never want to feel this way again about myself. And so that's when I kind of reconnected to that athlete identity. I had started to drift away from it because everything up to that point that drove me was being this athlete and being able to compete at the highest level. And so that's when I made that shift. And I, I haven't ever took any back steps on that since leading up into, you know, meeting my wife, getting married, growing my gym, growing my online business. When I became a dad, you know, for me, the, the fitness side of things, it was not the struggle for me. My mindset shifted to being a provider. You know, I wanted to supply this grand life for my wife and my daughter. And so I just kind of got lost in my work. I was up at you know, 4.30 a.m. at my gym at 5 a.m. I'd get home 7 p.m. And I'd want to focus in on my wife. I'd want to focus in on my daughter, but I, I, I would be so distracted by work. Mm -hmm. And it was eight months in to, you know, after our first daughter was born, here I am, I'm, I'm thinking I'm doing everything great. But to be honest with you, I was, I was a shitty husband. I was a shitty father because I was just never present. Like I was always so distracted. And uh, my wife had brought it up a number of times and I would change for a short while. And then, you know, I'd kind of ease up and fall back into my old patterns and, you know, be on my phone when I'm supposed to be spending time with them. And she wouldn't say anything. So I figured, oh, it's, it's all fine and dandy. And then there was this one night, this, this is what changed it all for me. One night we're laying in bed, and my wife starts just crying. And here I am. I'm like, well, what's going on? It's not me. I'm doing her, you know, I'm Mr. You know, superstar over here. Right. And so that ends up going into a really deep conversation and it stabbed me in the heart. You know, what she said to me was she felt second best to the business, which she was. And the thing that hurt the most drew was she said, she felt like she was falling out of love with me, you know? And so all the work, all, all the things I was doing up to that point, the lie that I was telling myself, man, oh, I'm doing it all for them. Mm -hmm. When in reality, I had no fucking clue what I was doing as a husband, as a father up to that point, I was still trying to figure it out. And so I was almost sedating myself with just work. Yeah. Just work, 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 work. And that's really all I was at that point was a paycheck right but it took it took that conversation that we had that night and her saying that to me that things needed to change for sure at that point and so yeah. that's when I started to seek guidance I hired a mentor number of coaches you know became part of masterminds like how to you know business coaches you know lifestyle coaches figure this shit out how can I balance being, you know, husband, being a father, being a professional, but then also maintaining my own edge, you know, mm -hmm. with my health and fitness, how can I make all this stuff work? Yeah. And so Dude, that's I really when, you know, the forge father and what we do inside the program, that's when that started to 
become what it is. Yeah, dude, I, I like your that story right there. I think a lot of guys, including myself, like for sure can resonate with, right? Is that we 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 work hard, uh, oftentimes hard as shit. Yeah. Um, because we feel like we're doing it for the family, right? Mm-hmm. But we we you know we get so engaged in that work that we forget like why we're doing it, right? Yep. Like and uh yeah, I man, I mean same thing for, for me. Like I've had my wife, you know, look me in the eye and tell me, you know, like, hey, you're the most selfish human being I've ever met, right? And you're just like, holy shit, man, like I I thought I was doing everything right, you yeah. know? Um, and so yeah, dude, that that cuts deep, man, when that happens because and it's like a, a math truck, you know, you're just blinded because uh, you yeah. think you're doing the right thing, right? Yeah. You know, but um, you got to ask yourself and back up, like all this work that I'm doing, like one, is it really for the family? Like number one, like be truthfully honest and really honest yeah. with yourself about why you're doing the things you're doing. Um, and then two, you know, have you communicated this to your spouse or to your kids about like why you're working so hard? I think yeah. that oftentimes that's really the disconnect right there is around communication. Yeah. Um, you know, is they, they see you working, you know, this and you're on your phone and, and blah, 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 uh, all the time. But, and, and you never really communicated to them why, like, what's the grand vision? Like, what am I working mm-hmm. towards? How are we on the same page towards this? You know, and I think yeah. so, like, those two things right there, man. So, so, so that happened, that's led you down the path of finding some mentors and coaches and things like that and, and doing Forge Father. So, so like, what are you guys doing with Forge Father right now? Like, what are you guys helping guys with? So. I'd say most of our guys that come in, they're, they're doing great within their profession. So they're dominating very similar to my story. They got a career, they're building that career, but they've let that husband role, that father role slip off because usually it's their fitness that has slipped as well. And so they're doing everything that they can just to hold on but they're not putting that time and effort and focus into themselves so they can actually show up better. So for a lot of those guys, they come in, we get them full control of their health and fitness again. And they, they figure out that the discipline that they start to develop with their own self, the, the self-discipline starts to bleed into how they show up as a husband. It starts to bleed into how they show up as a father. And once you know, their business is yeah, as well. starts to take off, right? <laughs> and so the fitness is really a linchpin, right? It drives everything else. It's kind of at the center. And you know, as well as I do, man, like when you finish a workout, especially an early AM workout where you did not want to get up and do it, you feel amazing, man. And you show up better because your cup is now full. You have something to pour into other people's cups. You're not fucking stressed out because you're like, ah, I should have, should have got up and did that workout. And now you're taking away from family time. You're taken yeah. away from your productivity time where you're supposed to, you know, actually be working, but now you're thinking on about the things that you didn't do. Yeah. You know, so when guys come in, it's really just, okay, we're going to create this structure for you. And we got to stick to that structure, man. You know, cause if you say you want all these results, you want to show up as a better husband, father, man, you got to live in alignment with that. It's that simple. Yeah. Dude, I, I love the working out early piece, um, especially if you do one of your workouts, which I did one the other day. And uh, it was like 30 strict pull-ups, you know, then something else. And I was like, damn, man, I'm fucking smoked. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm challenged with that sometimes too, right? Because like part of me wants to, to get up to work out, to get that done, because I know it's going to fill my bucket. But then also part of me is like, dude, I just got so much, have to do right like as a business owner you know as somebody that again doesn't want to take away from the family and like trying to prioritize all of that in a, in a small amount of time in the morning is difficult right. for me so like i find myself sometimes being like all right dude i'm gonna like get my shit done this morning and then in the afternoon i'll, I'll work out but then i feel guilty right because i'm right. like okay you know now now I'm, I'm spending 30 minutes in the gym when i could be with my family you know so like it's, it's tough to balance that like do you have any thoughts on on that about like how to structure your morning to, to make sure you're right. one feeling like you're moving the needle in other areas, but still be yep. able to get the work out of it. So the framework that I've developed over the years, we call it the core five okay. or what we like to refer to as like the five daily non-negotiables. Right. Okay. And most of this happens first thing in the morning. And so what we have is like a rise and conquer routine. Okay. 
And for me, so backing up a little bit, the, the core five, let's talk about that. So we got your fitness, we got your fuel, which is your nutrition. We got your frame, which is your mindset. We got your focus, which is your ability to, you know, control and be disciplined with your time management. And then number five is family, right? So waking up at, and it's not about, oh, I'm waking up at, you know, 1 a.m. Like early bird, you know, I'm the earliest riser, right? It's about waking up at a time where you know you can get this shit done, right? So if that's two hours before you got to go to work or, you know, an hour or whatever, you wake up at that time. So for me, I'm, I'm up at 5.30, 6, 6 a.m. the latest, and it's right to work. So I've been doing ice cold showers for over seven years. I haven't missed a single day yeah. in seven years. Well, I, I, so I'm going to stop you right there because I love yep. that. Um, so I, I'm the same way. I, I probably haven't missed a cold shower in, I don't, I don't know, it's been years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But I, I'm curious as to when do you do it during the day? Do you wake up and just first like thing. Me, just first like, thing, yep. Yeah. It's, the worst, it's the worst thing in the world. It's the most uncomfortable thing, especially like right now. Like, what is it? Uh, it's actually a little bit warmer today, but it's like 30 degrees. So on those days where it's like, zero degrees out during the winter like the last thing you want to do is step into an ice cold shower but for me it's like stacking that first win into the wind column for the day now you're yeah. you're your positive momentum right back up you wake up when you're supposed to wake up you don't lay in bed extra you don't push the snooze button now you now you're already setting yourself up for failure you're you're in the loss column brother mm-hmm. right like you couldn't even get that first challenge of the day done and so yeah. it's like no snooze wake up First thing, obviously, you know, do your thing, take a piss. It's right into the ice cold shower, cold at the beginning and cold at the end. It's not, just ask, it's like, like, oh, man, are you doing a little warm, you don't step in with a warm just, shower, dude. <laughs> no, you're not stepping in there with a the warm shower or ending with it warm. It's ice cold. Start to like, when I get out, it's usually 10, uh, two minutes for me. Right. Like, I'm standing there, you know, a minute this way, I'll turn and face the other way a minute. And I kind of just, I've got it down. I'll, I'll usually look at my watch, but I kind of know what it feels like at that point. Like your, your head starts to get a little bit numb and then you step out and man, you fucking feel amazing. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll second that, man. You do feel incredible afterwards. So like, I do it a little bit different. I'm, I might challenge myself to do it the way you do it. I feel like it's, it, it's more difficult mentally to oh, do that's it. What, that's um, why you do it, brother. Yeah. That's and that's why you do it. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I, I go, so and, and we, this isn't about me, but we'll talk a little bit about, about my morning routine. The way I end it is with a shower before I go with the kids up, right? It's like, okay, it's it's about 6.40. Like, I'm going to have to wait the kids up here just a little bit. Yeah. So, like, let me get my shower in. Um, so, I'll do just regular shower, warm water, you know, get clean. And then I do a minute cold um, at the very end, um, which is not as hardcore as what you do. Um, but what I've found myself doing lately, and it's helped a ton, is forcing myself to smile during, during the, the cold shower because like it's never fun right mm. and like I'm looking you know because I look at my watch the shower like, all right I'm going 10 seconds you know I'm going to 10 seconds and then I'll flip it to cold and you're just like oh shit but um I've been forcing myself to like muster up a smile you know mm-hmm. and yeah. just like be grateful like wow I'm going through that and that's yeah, that's yeah. just new for me too yeah and that's really the reason I do it is like I mentioned, you get that win, you get that victory because you're doing something that you don't want to do. Been doing it over seven years, haven't missed a day, whoop-de-doo. But that's the challenge, man. Like you got this huge streak, you're gonna puss out and skip this today, and you're gonna break that streak. Yeah. And so there's that pressure to do it. And there isn't a day, you know, for whatever reason this morning I felt like getting in there, but man, other days it's like I'll stand there for about 30 seconds. I'll be like, right you gotta psych yourself up you take a couple of big deep breaths and then you send step under there but man once you get out it's like the feeling that you get you know of accomplishment now you're ready to attack the day so that's always the first thing i do i go downstairs get a glass of water um i do i do like a little mini stack of supplements so i take a couple things but i get that in and then i'm straight out to my garage and that's when i do my daily 250 so that's that's part of the fitness side of things. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was seeing, I was mm-hmm. seeing those in your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a couple of bubbles. Was that? There's been a couple yep. different iterations or something from. Yeah, from yeah, and actually with the 250. So that that used to just be something I would do a couple of times a week on like Thursdays and Sundays, 
and then inside Ford's father, uh, an interesting backstory about the daily 250. What that stands for is 250 reps total. Okay. So whether that's a mixture of like body weight squats and push-ups or kettlebell swing, whatever. I mean, your imagination, you can, you can come up with whatever you want to come up with, but it totals 250 reps, right? Okay. And there's different things that I'll throw in there that kind of mix and mash. But I actually came up with this when our second daughter was born because I knew I was going to be at home with our oldest daughter and I wasn't going to have a whole lot of time to train. And so I came up with this challenge. It was called the 75 hundo challenge. It was a 30 day challenge where we did 250 reps every single day, no rest days. And it was a mixture of like push-ups, lunges, squats, burpees, and then like kettlebell swings. Yeah. And so I came up with like an actual, you know, structure on how to do this every day. So we were doing something a little different every single day, but it, in like a uh, methodical way. Mm. And every time we'd go through that inside Ford's father, guys would be like on a whole new level. They'd be like, man, I'm just like vibing. And I got all this momentum going forward when we stop. And then you'd want to continue to do it. And yeah. so last year at the very beginning of the year, because we, we decided to do the 7,500 challenge through the holidays just to keep everybody on track. And I just said, I'm, I'm enjoying this so much. I'm going to commit to doing it every single day of the year. And I did that last year. And so I started to post that every single day on my stories uh, mm -hmm. on Instagram, just to keep myself okay. accountable. Yeah. And I started to get more DMS and people are like, Hey, I'm following you. And just want to let you know, I'm doing the daily 250. So more accountability, right? So yeah. we've gotten to today. I haven't missed a single day for a whole year plus up to March yeah, 10th. Yeah. And it just, it feels, it feels amazing. You know, yeah. it feels amazing. And so I like, I like that, man, of having like a daily non-negotiable fitness. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And there's some days where, yeah, I'll be beat up. I'll be sore. Uh, there was a day where I had like a fever. I was like sick and I was like, fuck this. I'm not ending the streak. And so yeah. I just walked, I walked for 25 minutes on my, on my uh, treadmill. And yeah. I just said, you know, every minute equals 10 reps, right? Yeah. So we still, we still moved the needle forward and we kept the ball rolling. But when you make it a true non-negotiable, it means that you get the shit done no matter what. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you didn't feel like doing it that day or you're super busy. I know you got 10 minutes, man. I know mm -hmm. we all got 10 minutes to put, put something into our fitness, right? So that's kind of the bare minimum fitness. So we get that checked off right away. Cold shower, you know, get some, get some liquids in, hit the daily 250. Hey guys, interrupting this episode real quick to tell you how we keep this podcast going. And that is by you supporting the Epic Dadco or Tedco for short. Tedco is the only premium natural supplement brand designed specifically for busy dads just like you. We create 100% natural, 100% label transparent, incredible supplements to help fuel your journey to be a better athlete, leader, provider, but above all, a better father. We believe that the best way you can show up for your family is to start taking care of yourself first. Our first supplement we've released is an all-natural pre-workout designed specifically to help you get to the gym, get an effective workout in, and get back to doing what you do best, fatherhood. Tedco Pre is loaded with clinical doses of the most important ingredients you want in a pre-workout, including 6 grams of BCAAs, 6 grams of citrulline, 5 grams of creatine, and 3.2 grams of beta-alanine. Hop over to theepicdad.com and use discount code LEGACY, that's discount code LEGACY, to get 20% off your first order for being a loyal listener of the show. All right, let's hop back into this episode. At that point, my, my frame which is your mindset, I'm elevated. I'm on a whole new level. Like I'm thinking clearly, I'm seeing things differently because who, who actually is at a high level when they wake up out of bed? Not many people, right? Like most of us just want to get back into bed. Um, we're not in any sort of position where we can solve problems at a high level. And so we got to elevate our state. So that's what the fitness piece does is elevate my state. It gets me in the zone from a, from a mindset side of things that's when I go into focus mode. So for me, I do an AM focus session and then a PM focus session where I've already laid things out the night before. And so it's just literally sitting down and just like checking my schedule. What do I got coming up today? Boom, boom, boom. You know, get things lined up for the day. I'll also 
plan. Well, at this point, my nutrition is locked in, but if I need to plan anything or move anything with my nutrition, I get it done in that focus session first thing in the morning. Okay. And so the fuel is already taken care of. I just, I know what my macros are. I know what I got to do for the rest of the day. And it's just implementation and execution. But here's the beauty about it all. At the end of the day, hard cut off. Like as a business owner, this is what I had to really establish for myself. But it's like hard cutoffs. For me, it's, it's five o'clock unless there's something crazy going on. Every Tuesday night, we do a live coaching call inside of the Forge Father. So that's kind of the, the exception. But outside of that, I'm, us- I'm not on Instagram or I'm not on you know, social media or emails or doing anything like that because it's focused family time at that point. Yeah. You've gotten everything done that you needed to get done at that point. You're clear, you're focused, you're present and in the moment with your family. And so you're putting that family time in then. Yeah. So I love, works. I love how, how you had to make the shift there to like, like being a dad, you know, and, and, and being a husband and, and making sure you have that hard cut off. I think in order to do that, and I want to touch on what you talked about a little bit before was planning the night before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think, and I, and I have an approach um, and I'm not like as consistent as I would like to be with it because probably because my bedtime routine is not as consistent as I would like it to be. Um, and so I find, I find myself floundering there a little bit. Um, but like, what type of things are you writing down to get done the next day? Cause I feel like sometimes guys can get a little bit confused on this and, and I do too, of like, mm-hmm. Hey, should I be writing down like my to do's? Like I need to go to the grocery store or like, I need to whatever, but like, how are you kind of setting those up to make sure that what you're attacking are actually like needle movers, one for your business, for your health, for your nutrition, et cetera. Yeah. So the AM routine that I was talking, rise and conquer. It's already hitting four of those big non-negotiables. So we're already knocking out frame. We're already knocking out focus because we're planning within that that time. You get your fitness done and then your fuel is already lined up for you. So when you're checking your schedule, you're just basically looking things over because all that, the the big boulders have been laid out, right? But, and this is where it's different for everybody. As a business owner, uh, you know, you, you might have different meetings at different times every single day of the week. Like you might have a lunch meeting tomorrow and then, oh, you're doing a podcast at this time the next day. And so that can get a little chaotic. So we can't have such a rigid like framework that everybody has to fit into. Usually for most guys, the middle of their day, that's where, you know, the, the professional side of things is just, that's going to determine what that looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause we got guys that, you know, they do a lot of traveling and then there's other guys that do have a set nine to five, or we got a lot of guys that have, you know, night shifts. So their day they're sleeping during the day. Right. But they can still take this framework and lay it out, still have a rise and conquer routine, knock, knock those big boulders out. And then it's just, you got to focus in on, you know, the daily things that you're doing as a professional, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense, man. So like, you guys have had a ton of dads come through your program. Um, I'm not sure that the, the total it's in the hundreds or thousands. I'm sure. Um, yeah, over the seven years, there's been close to a thousand guys come through. Yeah, dude, that's incredible, man. Um, what what has been some of the most common challenges? You kind of mentioned a little bit, you know, before, but I'd love to dive into it more and get a little bit more tactical on it. Is like, what do you see guys and, and dads doing wrong? Um, you know, and what are some of those, those, those big kind of common things that you see with, with folks coming into your program? By far, I, we can talk about tactics and strategies all day, but I think when we start to get into the hustle and bustle of life, we really start to tell ourselves lies, man. And it's not so much of a tactic and strategy side of things. Because here's the truth, man. You can go to YouTube right now, search training, search nutrition. You can find out all of the information that you need right there, mm-hmm. literally. Like you can get a college degree on YouTube now, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, if you're willing to put in that work, yes, you're going to have to spend time and you can gather up all the information, but are you going to be in a position to execute and implement at the highest level possible? Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, hire a professional, hire a coach to shorten that gap down for you and just give you the answers. Right. And so it's not necessarily the tactic and strategy side, 
But most guys come in thinking, what's the diet? What's the special diet that I need to follow to get rid of this dad bod? You know, what's the special training protocol that I need to follow, right? That's not the fix. The fix is them themselves. They need to take a hard look in the mirror, own up to the truth, own up to the shit that they've been sweeping under the rug. Because let's be honest, we all have time. We all have the time, whether we want to admit it or not, we all have the time to put in to these things that we say that we value, right? Mm -hmm. So when a dad comes to me and he's like, Travis, I'm 40 pounds overweight. I felt like shit for the past five years. I know I'm dropping the ball. I'm not being the leader for my, for my sons. I want to be able to coach them. And then I don't feel as connected to my wife. And, you know, I hear this stuff a lot. And then it's like, okay, well, how much time are you actually putting into yourself to lose this weight, to start to feel better? Well, I've just been too busy. You know, it's just putting it on the back burner, not motivated. What the fuck are you talking about? You're not motivated, right? Like, yeah, motivation, motivation is going to come and go. And you just told me that you want to be around for your kids and your wife for a very, very long time. Like, where's the fire? Where's the passion? Right. And so it's not the tactics and strategies. It's, it's the individual themselves. They need to get clear with what it is that they want. We call it the MVP, mission, vision, purpose, right? Okay. And so the first thing that we do in our program before, hey, here's your workouts, here's your training. We yeah. build that stuff out. We get it all laid out for the individuals. But before anything else, like what's going to fucking drive this vehicle through the shit storm that's about to happen? Because guess what? Life is not going to lay down for you just because you sign up for a program, invest money, and now everything is just going to lay down for you all of a sudden. No, it doesn't work that way. That's when the real work starts. Mm -hmm. And so we develop and get connected with this MVP, your mission, vision, purpose. The vision is what you want in life. You know, how do you look? How do you feel? How do you show up on a day-to-day basis? What do you do for a living? How are your relationships? I mean, we go deep on this stuff. We like check all the boxes that you can possibly think of. With this vision, it's not just, I want to lose 40 pounds. If that's your vision, guess what? When you're not motivated, you ain't going to do shit. Yeah. Because there's no driving force behind that, right? So we get crystal clear on what this vision is. The next step is to connect it to this purpose. Why Why do you want this, man? I talk to a lot of dads and they say, oh, I want a six pack, right? I want, to, I want to look shredded on the beach, Travis. Okay, that's great. So does everybody else. Even if they don't admit it, they, they do right? What's the purpose behind that? Why do you want that? For 99.9% of the dads that we work with, it is for their family. Mm -hmm. It is for their kids. They want to be that leader. They want to be that role model. They want to be around for a very long time. I was just thinking about this this morning, Drew. When my son, when my son is 10 years old, I'm going to be 50. I'm going to be 51, close to 51, right? Ain't no way I'm going to ever let myself drift off the path where I can't show up as my best self for him. Mm -hmm. Right. That's my purpose. Like when I saw that blue balloon, man, fuck that purpose just lit up that much more, dude. Yeah. You know? And when you really get connected with this purpose, like the hair on your arms and your neck should stand the fuck up and you should maybe shed some tears. Like that's when you know you've tapped in deep. And then you connect it to that mission. Mission is clear. Get the work done. Get the work done. The daily work that you need to put in, whether you feel like it or not, you get the work in. That's your MVP, man. And there's other things that we toss in. We talk about accountability, right? Sure, surround yourself around other men that are tapped into this MVP. Surround yourself around other men that have set high standards for themselves. You got that layer of accountability. You got the mid layer, which is that direct connection with a coach. Somebody looking over your shoulder saying, dude, you're doing that shit wrong. Let's improve that. Shorter distance from A to Z, man. Right. Mm -hmm. But then the top piece of that accountability is integrity of self, man. Mm -hmm. And so the way I look at it is 
when you come up with this MVP, this mission, vision, purpose for yourself, and it's easy to do, right? Because everybody does this at the start of the year in, in, in a bit of a way, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your New Year's resolution? I'm going yeah. to make this my year. I'm fucking motivated on fire. It's January 1st. So is everybody else, right? It's March 10th. Most of those people are gone. Yeah, probably 90% that, that, that sign up for the gym aren't there mm-hmm. anymore, right? Probably yeah. To your point, their MVP wasn't clear, yeah. right? Well, th- not only that, but it's like, where's the integrity? Mm-hmm. People want to talk about integrity. A lot of the guys that I know, sure, they're, they're men of their word. They follow through. They hold their word for their wife. They hold their word for their kids. They do everything. They, they drop everything that they're supposed to be doing for themselves to cater to everybody else. And that, that works. We're servants. We're supposed to do that, but we can't, we can't continue to do that forever and try to pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. You have to be self selfish in that manner. Right. But that integrity itself, upholding that integrity with yourself. So when you make a promise that you're going to fulfill this MVP for yourself, now it's about living in alignment. It's about following through and doing the things that you need to do to uphold and keep your word. Because if you're going to tell me about this grand MVP that you've come up with and this, this vision that you want to achieve and why, why it is you want to achieve it, are you going to follow through and you know, keep that promise? Yeah, there, there's this great quote. I don't know who, like, who to credit it to. Um, we'll have to look that up. But it's, uh, you, know, you can't be mad about the results that you don't have with the work that you haven't done. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it, it kind of comes back to that, right. Of, of mm-hmm. being, being integrous with yourself about what you're doing. And like, we all struggle with it. Like I struggle with it all the time. Oh, yeah. um, so you do too, you know, but um, you know, I, I think like part of it is at least for me um, is, is setting that solid foundation, right. That MVP you're talking about of, of being super clear on purpose. And it's funny. I actually just recorded a, a, a solo podcast last week on, on the difference between um, mission and purpose um, and one of the things that was interesting about that, uh, that podcast, especially is I've started to sh- just shift my lens on, on purpose, um, in, in really being like, not about what I want to do, but really about like how I want to show up to do that. Right. And yeah, so like, yeah. what are those values I want to live by? Um, and making sure I'm in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just going to be a lot deeper because our circumstances can change over time. Like yeah. what we're doing yeah. for work can change where we live can change. Um, you know, but that, that shouldn't have an effect on your overall purpose, you know? Yeah, no doubt, man. That it's just that deep rooted stuff that is going to be the difference maker. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and of course it is, it is about getting the right things set in place. Like there's a right way to go about nutrition that, you know, creates sustainable results. There's a right way to approach training that's going to create sustainable results. It has to fit into your lifestyle. You know, Mm -hmm. you you don't need to be training for two hours a day or doing two a days or anything crazy. It's got to, it's got to match up to you. But once we get that first big boulder in place, like that's the internal work. Mm -hmm. That's the most important stuff because here's, here's what I know is when we get all that stuff lined out and this is where the identity piece really comes in because what, what all this does, these are different pieces that make up your identity. You get very, very clear with this individual that you're trying to build and then give to the world. You just act as if you be, you, you be yeah. this individual. And, and it's a constant process of becoming because it's not like you just arrive at this point and say, ah, oh, I've become this amazing individual. You know, once you reach one peak, you're at the trailhead of another. And yeah. That's really what life is about. Life is about progress. And so, you know, forget about the timeline with certain things. And when we look at the fitness and nutrition world, I think that's one of the big things that throws people off is they get all fucked up with the timeline. They're like, oh, 21 days to this, 42 days to this. Dude, you're going on 42 days versus five years. Yeah. Of treating yourself treating yourself like shit. What do you expect to happen in 42 days, brother? Mm-hmm. You know, this is a lifetime. This like, you need to make a change and continue to evolve and get better and build upon, you know, the foundation. And it, and it all starts with that internal work. And what I was going to say is 
And what's so beautiful about this, man, is when you see a guy like go through this and he's, he's like struggling in the beginning, you know, we all do, but it just like clicks with them, man. Whether it's just, he gets a glance at himself in the mirror or one of my guys the other day told me how his wife hasn't given him compliments for years. And he said he was walking downstairs after taking a shower and his shirt was still off and his wife was like, whoa, what are you doing? Damn. You know, like it's that stuff where it's like it clicks and they get it. They're like, all right, I'm stepping into this new role. I'm becoming this higher level version of myself. And once they get it and they understand that it's about being this person daily, adherence is no longer an issue. I can give these individuals any type of blueprint, any type of program to follow. And it's like, they'll, they'll get it done. Yeah. Because they have these, these, these standards and these things that they stick to that certain type of lifestyle, it's like, they're not going to break at that point. Yeah. Dude, I, and I, I love the way you, you have a structure, man. Like you got, you, you kind of have the, yeah, the solid foundation, right. Of, of making sure you're getting that MVP correct. Right. That's the, the most important work you can do. And I feel like that's that's where a lot of us probably need to dig in the most, right? Because oh, if, we, no if we find ourselves falling off the wagon, right, of creating these goals, like let's just let's just call it for simplicity's sake, a fitness goal, um, and we find ourselves falling off the wagon, not being motivated, like, and then beating ourselves up about it, right? Yep. Is it is it's probably because we're not clear on that MVP, yeah. and we don't really have a good sense of that, right? Because if we did, then we would take those necessary actions to fulfill that that MVP, but because it's very surface level. When things get hard, like we we make the decision to not be integral to ourselves, mm-hmm. um, you yeah. know, and, and it's super easy to to do that when you're not around a group of guys that are going to help hold you accountable um, and help keep you to your higher self, you know. So yeah. I yeah. want to stress that part too is the accountability, not only you know of, of having other guys in your corner, but really the self accountability of like auditing yourself too. Yeah. You know? yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's just it's so important and. You know, it, it just goes back to the standards that you set for yourself based off of, again, this individual that you're trying to become in order to get there, you're going to have to have standards. Like right before we had this call, I was having a conversation with a fellow dad. He's a CEO of this company. He does a lot of traveling, um, real estate. And the big story that he had going on was like, he has to have alcohol, like he has to have drinks, right? Like he's not getting drunk and you know completely hammered but anywhere he goes like that's a part of the the position yeah, like, yeah, social. yeah. Mm-hmm. i was like according to who yeah according to the masses according to the, all the common average dudes like you show up and you're telling me you want to be ripped you want to you want to have this presence about you show up and uphold those standards if you have a standard of only drinking once a week and it's a Wednesday and you only drink on Saturdays, so be it. Be that uncommon individual that sticks to those standards and you will, you will give off that presence mm-hmm. because that's, that's, it's difficult, right? It's difficult. And we can get into the conversation of like, you know, deciding on your difficulty, right? Showing up, being a disciplined individual, not giving in to all these comforts, that's difficult. But then on the other side of that, it's difficult not showing up as the type of man that you want to be. It's, it's difficult showing up overweight. It's difficult showing up not having the energy. It's difficult, you know, looking in the mirror and just shaking your head and saying like, ah, I did it again, right? Mm-hmm. Regret, that's difficult. Yeah. So, and I, I think too, like the, the big one that drives me, and I think um, – it probably drives you as well is not the fear of like, what if, right. But it's really the fear of like, what if I don't, you know? So like, like that opportunity, right. That, that almost that, like, you know, not fulfilling my potential is really like the biggest fear for me. Um, Mm -hmm. As opposed to the fear of like, you know, getting hurt or like something happening. It's like really the fear of like, not, not going after that and fulfilling my Mm -hmm. potential, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you don't want to leave anything in the tank, so to speak. You know what I mean? And I think for me, how that has evolved over the time, over the years, is just 
the guys that we have in our community, like I think about that often, you know, outside, like they're a part of my purpose. Like your purpose just isn't about your immediate family. Like they're going to be at the top of the list, but it's just like the people that you're serving in life, the people that you're showing up for. So something that really drives me is like, if I miss now, I give them permission to miss. Yeah. I give them permission to fuck up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I hold myself to a higher standard. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to miss, I'm not going to miss these, these daily disciplines that I tell you guys to stick with. Right. Mm -hmm. That'd be like me saying, Hey, y'all need to have the standard of only drinking alcohol once a week. And then here I am having drinks every night of the week. Well, that doesn't apply to me. Right. (laughs) Bullshit. Like you got to uphold the standard yourself. Be the example, you know? I'm interested too, like, like we focused a lot on, on dads as individuals. Um, I'm interested as, as to how this, um, you know, could start to transform their relationship with their children, their relationship mm-hmm. with their spouse. So like the guys who come through your program, how are they taking these, these principles they're learning, um, you know, around those five pillars that you talked about and like, what is the effect on, on the family there? Right. So what we see most often is their level up. So them becoming better, them becoming more. And the way I, I teach this is especially with like the better half, right? Like a lot of times that'll kind of be the initial barrier. Like a guy will really want to sign up for the program, but he's like, ah, I got to talk to my wife. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's a whole different conversation to be had with that. But it's like, okay, she's not going to understand fully, especially if she's not fitness minded herself. Like she's not going to understand what you're going through. You need to communicate this. You need to be wide open about what it is that you're doing, why you're doing it. You need to share your MVP with them because that's going to create more accountability in itself. Like you telling your kids, like who you're going to become, why you're, why you're doing it. That's going to hold you to a higher standard versus hiding it away. You know, you're only setting yourself up for failure then right? And so being open and honest about everything. And oftentimes that was the issue. They were trying to do all these things and like hide it away. You know, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to show them. Right. Like, and then Mm -hmm. the wife is like, what are you doing? Like, why are you counting your macros or why aren't you eating with us? Mm -hmm. And then it becomes like a, you know, yeah, a resistance open up, share what you're doing, why you're doing it. They're going to be on board. And if they, if they're not on board initially, guess what? They come around when they start to start to see you level up, you're showcasing and teaching and setting the example with your results. They come around. Right. But uh, what oftentimes happens is with the kids, the kids start to get involved. And I just wanted to share this because this was on top of my head. This was absolutely awesome. Uh, one of our guys share it's Friday. So we do like flex Friday and we share our wins. Like a lot of the wins that has happened over the course of the week, one of our guys shared how his daughter has been getting bullied in school and, uh, she's gotten a little bit overweight and he joined the program to get himself in shape. And it's only been a couple months and she's been getting bullied at school. She started to train with them. You know, before that, she had no interest in sports, no interest in fitness. Now she has a desire to get in shape because she she sees daddy getting in shape. And he's been able to communicate that. He's like, hey, why don't you start getting in shape with me? You'll be, you'll be ready and prepared to deal with these bullies. In fact, mm-hmm. the bullies will probably start to leave you alone, right? And so it's just like special things like that. But it's just your level up is going to start to bleed out into the family and, and, and you're really starting to, you know, serve as the example and guide them in the right direction as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, us as dads, like we, we pretty much everybody, uh, kind of goes back to that. Like my, you know, my purpose is to be a provider. Right. And we think about provision specifically in like, like financial terms Mm -hmm. and like that, that is a part of it. Right. Um, but there's a lot more that comes with, with provision than just, uh, finances, you know, like, mm-hmm. like your leadership that you're providing yep. your direction, your vision, like all those things are, are providing and like fall into that bucket as well. And so I think by, by leveling yourself up, you know, you, you are providing that example now, right. Of, mm-hmm. of fulfilling that potential of going after goals and like showing your kids that 
you know, you can do hard things and, and, and challenge yourself uh, and follow through, right. And be integrous. Mm -hmm. with so I think, you know, taking on those challenges is, is a in a sense, like being a provider as well. Yeah. Um, so just kudos to, to you for, for the program, man. I, so I want to, um, ask a couple of tactical questions, um, because you're, you're 40, right? Yep. Okay. And you have a, a six pack and you're pretty jacked. Um, and a lot of dudes aren't like that. And I'm actually working on chiseling down my six pack right now. Right. So what, what I want to understand how you approach macros. Cause I'm, sure. I'm, I'm like newer to this, right. I've been doing it for a little while, you know, but right. I'm trying to get dialed in. So what, what would you suggest from a macro perspective? Right. So instead of jumping in and just throwing out some numbers, I'll give you the process that I take my guys through. So we have a four phase process with our nutrition that we go through phase one. We don't even focus in on macros, uh, specific targets. We just get you tracking. We get you, yeah. you know, uh, in connection with the process of tracking your nutrition and what macros actually are. Cause we'll have guys that come in. They're like, what's a macro. Yeah. I don't know what a macro is. So if I was like, Hey, your macros are 200, 200, yeah. 30. They'd be like, what the fuck? I quit. Cause <laughs> all yeah, honestly, I would, and just backing up a little bit more. Uh, so leading up to like out of college, like I was always just like eat clean guy. And then when I got into CrossFit and started competing in CrossFit, I was like the paleo guy for a while. Right. Yeah. Like I was straight up paleo to a T and I actually got fatter. Like I got softer. Really? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't eating any carbs and I wasn't tracking my numbers. I was just yeah. eating clean thinking like, Oh, I'm training so much. Like I'll just out train it. And it's totally good. And I remember my wife, like I'm sitting there cooking bacon, like in the pan, I shit you not like I'm, I'm cooking it and never cook bacon without your shirt on because you know, <laughs> like the grease pops up and gets you. And I'm sitting there cooking bacon and she comes by and she actually like pokes my side and she's like, are you bulking up? She goes, are you bulking up? I was like, no, oh, well, you're looking, you're looking thick. You're looking a little bit thicker. And I was actually trying to do the opposite. I was like trying to lean up. Right. But either way, um, you know, being in paleo, it was my wife that actually got into macros first. Uh, she, she's done like fitness shows and stuff like that. So she's, she was a pro uh, fitness bikini or what was it? Fitness diva division, something like that. But she had a coach and he was like doing macros with her. So my wife was like dialing things in, still having like these little Debbie cakes and stuff like that at times. And I'm like, how the hell are you getting just absolutely diced? And I'm over here like still soft. And so I actually got on board with her coach to begin with. And just long story short, I remember he sent me my macros and my carbs were like at like 350 grams. I was like, whoa, like I'm going to get fat eating this many carbs. Like no way. And so I had no idea how to track or weigh and measure my food initially. So I quit that first week. I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to go back to paleo. Then I came back around. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll learn this stuff. I think there's something to it. And man, once I figured it out, I mean, it's so easy. It's like, why did I ever like not do this? Mm -hmm. Like, the, the answers are there. The, the literal, the answers to the test are right yeah. there. And you don't have to follow some strict keto diet or you can yeah. if you want, right? Mm -hmm. But either way, uh, first phase, all about foundation, you know, just getting things laid out. And then phase two, what we do is we optimize the metabolism first, man. You know, mm -hmm. some guys coming in are so stressed from trying diets from just not eating enough or overeating, they got metabolic issues going on. And so instead of just, oh, we're going to put you right onto a shred phase, you know, we want to make sure that they're healthy enough first mm -hmm. to go into a shred phase. And so phase two, build, we optimize the metabolism first, then we go into an actual shred phase. And this, this can look a lot of different ways. We got guys that do carb cycling. We got guys that just go into straight deficits. It's, it's whatever they prefer. Yeah, but it all leads to the final destination, which is what we call freedom phase. At that point, you've developed the skill set for this nutrition stuff. You know how to track your macros. You don't have to track your macros for the rest of your life, but it's a tool that you have 
in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. So when like summer rolls around and you want to really get diced, boom, pull it out, start tracking your macros, dial it in. Yeah. But it's like you get to that point and you can maintain it and sustain it. Yeah. Our guys, I like to get them down. You know, some guys want to take it to the next level and they just get absolutely shredded like 10% or less. But where you can really live and walk around like lean all the time is like that 12%. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't require you to be in a super strict deficit. And once you get your training lined up in accordance to that, it's it's super easy to sustain, right? Yeah. But, how, do you, how do you get guys to get their metabolism right? I'm interested in that, right? Because I, I hear that all the time of like, hey, you know, um, there's different approaches, right? Of, of hey, let's, mm-hmm. let's bring you up to a maintenance level yep. right, on the calorie side and, and kind of get yep. there first, maintain and then go go cut down yeah big big picture view we got to look at all the different stresses going on in this individual's life so it's not just about the nutrition uh it's even the training so uh an example that i want to use one of my guys etal which if you go to our site he he got down to 6.8 percent body fat the dude got absolutely diced 46 years old right Mm. When he came in, he was an absolute wreck. Like he was on the verge of just adrenal fatigue from training six days a week. He was doing cardio. He was doing strength training, set high intensity, doing classes and all this shit. On top of that, he's like drinking tons of coffee during the day, alcohol throughout the week. And so we just eliminated a lot of these stresses. We actually cut back on his training, dialed down on his training, eliminated the caffeine intake because for him if we're getting a little bit more tactical and strategic about it like the thing that you got to pay attention to is cortisol right cortisol stress hormone is going to be elevated from stresses right so for him he wasn't going to lose any body fat until we got that under control yeah so it's just the lowest hanging fruit it's like let's cut back on your training a little bit let's focus in on sleep who who knew that sleep is so powerful that's going to help optimize things Let's be a little bit more smart with your training. He trains four times a week. That's it um, at this point. And he's still maintaining around like 11, 12% body fat. Like he's, he's mm-hmm. found a good balance there, right? Um, but with his macros, we just had to readjust things, make sure that he was eating enough. And that's another problem. Like some guys that are really trying to get lean, if they are like working out consistently and you know healthy, they're typically not eating enough food. Like they're, they're just literally starving themselves. And so their body is just fighting them back. Right. So for me, like when I do dial in on my macros, like I'm at 225 grams of protein a day, 400 grams of carbs. And I'll usually be around like 60 grams of uh, fat is where I'm at. And people will be like 400 grams of carbs. Like, how is that possible? Well, I'm just, my metabolism has been built up. I train consistently. I'm just giving my body the fuel it needs, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. No, there's, there's a lot of factors that go into that, you know, um, and I, mm-hmm. I love talking about like the other ones about, you know, kind of resetting your, your, your metabolic rate, your metabolism and, and yeah. go into that too. Cause I yeah. think a lot of times about that. It's like, all right, I actually train really hard. I need to not eat a lot. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's, there's some guys that are going to come in and that's the answer. It's like, dude, we don't need to build your metabolism. Your, your yeah. metabolism is, is fully instated. We just need to eat, quit eating the shit and stop lying about <laughs> what we're eating. Like, let's be serious, man. Like, you're gaining yeah. weight because you're you're eating more than what you're burning, right? Yeah, and so. that that's that's the thing about tracking too. I love how you guys do that, man. That that's an eye opener. If if anybody listening oh, yeah. hasn't done that, like, even if you're not, you don't want to go down dive dive in the weeds, you know, of all this stuff mm-hmm. and get like super tactical on it. Like, literally, just start tracking what you what yeah. you eat. Like, there's oh, all kinds of apps out there. You can pull up, you can scan it, you can enter it, mm-hmm. whatever you know. Um, you will be so surprised that as like how much is going to your body and like you yeah. may be, eat it or you may be so surprised about how much is not going in your body right um yeah. like, hey i'm only getting 1200 calories like i had no yeah. idea right but yeah. um but just being aware and knowing is like the first step and it'll just open your eyes man yeah it's crazy mm. it's crazy and there's a whole system to it you know what i mean so it's like when you get the system down it's just something that you you rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. You find what works best for you and you just, you follow that. Just, yeah. like, just like anything else, right? Well, guys, man, um, I, I want to wrap and be respectful of your time. Um, 
if you had to kind of package up everything that, that you've learned, you know, over the past time you've had Forge Father and kind of condense it down to, you know, a, a one piece of advice, kind of one 30 second, you know, tip for, for dads that, like you said, have, have either just had that super hard conversation with their wife, right? Or they just looked in the mirror and, and are thinking to themselves, like, what's happened, man? Like, I want to, I want to take the next step. I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what would that advice be? I think simply put, it's wake up with the intent to build yourself into the man that you want to be, but also the man that you want to gift to the world. Think of it like that. And then if you want to break it down a little bit more, look in the mirror, have a hard, hard conversation with yourself and own up to, you know, the ugly truths, like what needs to change? What are, what are you no longer going to tolerate? What are you no longer going to sweep under the rug? What needs to change? And then show up or wake up every single day and just be a man on a fucking mission to, to get the shit done that you need to get done. So I love it, man. I love it, dude. I love what you're doing, Travis. Um, where, where can guys go find you? I know you're pretty active on Instagram, but want to make sure we, we you know, give, give guys resources to go check you out and learn right. more from you. Yeah, man. Uh, hit me up on Instagram. The Forge Father is my handle. Uh, go to destroydadbod.com and you can download my free guide. Uh, I got a PDF guide that really gives you behind the scenes look of what we do inside the program, how we approach it. There's a full on masterclass in there. And uh, we got a free Facebook group. So just search us up. Uh, the Forge Father Facebook community, uh, which I have a lot of resources in that group that uh you can get access to as well but yeah feel free to just shoot me a dm or um you know reach out if you got questions Uh, i love that's that's one of the most fulfilling things as a coach it's all about connection it's all about helping people go in the right direction you know so i love answering questions i love you know giving people clarity and you know moving them forward however i can Awesome. Well, hey guys, we'll, we'll link up um, yeah, everywhere you can go find Travis uh, in, in the description uh, to this episode. And, and Travis, I just want to say again, man, thank you for the, the work that you're doing uh, and Forge Father. You guys are creating, you know, absolutely tremendous impact in, in dad's lives and not just physically, right? That's a, that's a big part of it. And that's really what you see visibly, right? Mm-hmm. But it's really that mental uh, component and identity that you're helping uh, dads build. So just want to say thank uh-huh. you, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Uh, it's it's always an honor um, being able to contribute however I can. If it just impacts one person, I'm happy. Thanks. Awesome, brother. And, and again, yeah, just thank you for, for having me on, man. Awesome, guys. Well, hey, um, that's going to wrap. And uh, guys, we will see you on the next episode.